When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Alexandra. And I'm Anna, and we are the Russian Sisters. Welcome to our podcast. A show we created to talk about hard things. And also to bring some levity to your lives. Alexandra is a mom and occupational therapist. And Anna is a school counselor. And together we share our life stories. And crazy adventures. We aim to make you smile. And let you know, you're not alone. You're not alone. You are not alone. Enjoy our latest episode from The, the Russian, Russian Sisters. Sisters. Hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome to another wonderful session with yours truly and yours truly. That's right. I'm Alexandra, in case you're wondering. Ours truly. Ours truly. Speaking of grammar. (laughs) Okay, y'all. Okay, first of all, I want to give a huge bit of gratitude and thanks to Elena for our last episode. I am just so enraptured I don't know that's like big that's a big word but I'm always intrigued by our conversations and the things that she has to say and points to ponder and whether or not you believe or on that level or if you're open or closed to the spiritual and the other side I don't know wherever you are in that journey I think it's always an opportunity for us to think and wonder like what are our own belief systems and what are other possibilities out there? So I'm just ever grateful that she spent some time with us and she wants to do it again. I know, right? We are kind of fun. Well, I <laughs> think so. And in fact, oh my gosh, Al, where were we? That Oh my gosh, we were, hi, Amy. We were at drinks with Amy and you and I had like a banter back and forth after an event. And I was like, Amy, this is like a real life podcast happening right in front <laughs> yeah. of you because this is what we're like, even when we're not in front of the microphone. <laughs> yeah. She was like, this is interesting. Uh-huh, I'm, like, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. It's not like we rehearse. <laughs> no. Clearly we don't rehearse because you guys have heard all of our little uh, fun bloopers here live Oh, yeah. Oh, speaking of y'all, I owe you a huge apology (laughs) because the episode before we had Elena on here, there was something that we were talking about and I got like uber emphatic about being a grammarian and on my drive home, I called Alexandra and I was like, it's not participle. The word I wanted was article. So I yeah. was like, man, 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 I'm a grammarian. And bleh, what's the right participle? And then on my drive home, I was like, you fuck nut. It's a <laughs> she, article. She had to pause to decide on that one. But yeah. I know. I was going to use another word. And then I just reprimanded a little family member for using an inappropriate word. And that was close to what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we don't use those words anymore. So then I went with the F nut instead. Oh. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, oh, okay. I had to double check and like think, was that buddy you were correcting? Because I don't think he's picked up on any words. No, Guys, I don't swear big, in front of him. His big word right now is no. Oh uh, yeah, no, I do Stop. it. Stop. I do it. Yeah, let me do it. No, you know what he did to me the other day? We were at Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know what he and did? <laughs> you know what he did? The other, we were at Thanksgiving and we were over at our parents' house and the kids have their own room over there and they were playing in their own room and he was playing awesomely 
with niece, his cousin. And I went to go like just check in and see what they're doing. And he had these cute little slippers on and niece was sitting like they were playing house together. And it was so adorable. And the door was like slightly ajar. And I was peeking in and he's like, okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Like shutting the door in my face, this yeah. three-year-old. And I was like, uh, okay. We're talking about not uh, locking doors. We set up in our house. Sean set up. He replaced all our handles. And so we tried to set it up so that Buddy can't lock a door or that it's like on our side to lock the door or that we can easily get in except bathroom doors that's the one right now that he is experimenting with and and trying to lock and I'm like oh no we don't we don't do that yes I do no no we don't it's good good times good times thank you for your correction there we talked about it and I told Anna I was like participle doesn't sound right but I'm not the grammarian (laughs) so What do I know? You guys remember that? I was like, I'm a grammarian. (laughs) I wonder how many of you are Uh, like, that doesn't sound right. Or it's an article, Anna. I was picturing you all in your cars listening to us, you know, (laughs) listening to an episode or wherever you are when you're listening to us. And you're like, yeah, making that quizzical face as you're looking around like participle doesn't sound right. That's because it's not. (laughs) It's not the right word. It's article. And I realized moments later when it was too late. Oh my gosh. So I'm correcting now. I apologize for being um, a not amazing grammarian. Yeah. In that moment. <laughs> in that moment. Just for that second of recording. Yeah. Um. Before we get to holidays and Thanksgiving, because there are some things I have to ask you about um, how your holiday was, I ha- realized I haven't given an update on my kitty situation in a while. And so I just wanted to let you know. That Zoe is doing okay. Oh, good for you for sharing that. I think, you know, we forget sometimes to share the good things. Yes. Yes. And several people have asked since I'm down to one for a baby, you know, how is she doing? Where is she in her grief process? And Mm -hmm. to be quite honest with you guys, I feel like she knew that her brother was sick for a long time. I think so. And that it was just annoying the F out of her. (laughs) I might cuss a lot today. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) I'm going to try and rein that in. Um. But uh, yeah, I think she was just like, man, um, he's not doing really well. And now that he is not with us any longer and he's like running around in kitty heaven, she's snuggled, she's eating, she's doing all the things that she needs to be doing. And I in fact just had to change her food because we're totally off the prescription foods That's now. That's a huge celebration. It is, especially on my bank account. <laughs> right. Because, <laughs> man, was that expensive. Yeah. All the meds, all the mm-hmm. prescription stuff. Like, and that was over a year, almost two years of dealing with that. That was a lot. Yeah. So Anna and I, as Anna mentioned, we dabble with individuals who have mediumship abilities, right? Like our friend Elena. And then we also recently, there are a couple mediums locally, and I think I've talked about it a little bit, but there are two mediums here locally in Denver who both um, had husbands who died by suicide, and they went to the same support group that I go to, and once a year, each one of them will come and try and help bring comfort to individuals who've, who've lost their loved ones. And unbeknownst to me, one was scheduling to come to our group and we happened to host the group at our church. So I usually have to be there. But then unbeknownst to me, that same medium was doing a local event with another medium. And so we got some tickets. Trust me, there's a reason to the story in relation to Anna's kitty update. 
So we went to this event and our friend Amy came and then Anna also had someone come um, that she knows. And it was a really cool event. And it's just, you know, always nice to hear, I would say, comforting things from our loved ones who pass. And this woman had her dog come through. And I've always been one where I've never really thought about animals. We did not grow up thinking that animals go to heaven or have souls like that or anything like that. But I've been at multiple and it's really interesting and uncanny the details that come out about the animals. But this one woman, she just, she, I don't fully recall, but I don't think she was married and her dependents have been her dogs. And so one of her dogs came through and I mean, huge detail on all about what the dog looked like and how it was and how grateful the dog was for its owner taking care of it. And so I just had a flash while you were like, you know, talking about Zoe and how she's doing and knowing. And then I'm just wondering if sometime if Bentley's just going to come through and say thanks. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know if you have to be open to it for it to happen. I don't, well, not necessarily because wasn't there someone in front of us where an animal also came through where they were talking about a dog that had passed and I mean, that woman had a really funny reading because she wasn't expecting to hear uh -huh. anything and it was like her whole family showed up <laughs> and it was really interesting and it wasn't even her family. It was like her fiance's family showed up too. So it's like really interesting. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm like, you know, when I go into these things, I don't expect anything ever. And I don't know if you remember, but during our episode with Elena, I was talking about the story about the white rat rabbit thing same that was the same reading event that Alexander was just talking about so I'm like you know I never know what's going to come up and I think even Elena said like these things aren't googleable and the people who are doing these readings ain't nobody got time for that like right. nobody <laughs> yeah. knows who's going to show up and they're not looking over the guest list and like googling people to see what they can find out so it's just a marvel it's one of those mysteries to me you guys like I don't try to understand it like so many other things in my faith that we say are mysteries like I don't try try to wrap my teeny human brain around it. <laughs> right. I'm just like, y'all, this happened and I'm just putting this out there. You can believe it. You cannot believe it. That's totally up to you. I just know like how I use these situations or these events or these readings as, as I am exposed to them. I know how I use them in my life. And Al talks about comfort. Like there's a closeness, there's love, there's grace or forgiveness or compassion or working through your own stuff as you're hearing other people's readings. Like, I don't know. It's not for everyone and no well uh, you know what could people be. would say it could be for everyone but you also have to be in a space where you're like all right like let's just roll with it and see where this this goes so I don't yeah. know that was just my side now maybe Bentley will we're thinking about you Bentley and Zoe's doing well and honey is she's doing fine well, and as I moved my she's living... She's like laying right in front of me <laughs> as we're recording, so she's fine. <laughs> and she just moved. She knows you're talking about her. Yeah. Um, but I just rearranged furniture in my living room the other day to make room for my Christmas tree that I put up this week. And usually Zoe, like she gets a little energetic around that time. Anytime there's a change, she's like, oh, what's happening? And then I don't know if it's stress or whatever. She gets very playful. But um, since I've had the furniture rearranged, there have been a couple times where I'm definitely in tune to like what she's looking at or where mm. she's looking or yeah. she was like extremely playful the other day and I was like what in the Sam has gotten into you and then I imagined in my brain I was like ah oh, Bentley's here playing with her right you don't know and again if it just gives you a chuckle or brings you some joy I just feel like there's so many things that can bring us down in society and how like driving right now in holiday season y'all is awful mm. it's just awful around here but you know, when little things like that, if it can bring you a little 
a smile no matter what, like I think that's cool. And it just gives you a little chuckle. I agree. If you could be vibrating positively, like how awesome is that? And if there are these moments that allow you to do so, then kudos, like good for you. I don't see that there's anything wrong with that. And it did chuckle and it made me think of my little Bentley boo-boo and um, have fun memories and and shout out a little love to him. So yeah, there was that. Well, thanks, Al. Yeah, you Mm. know, I'm here for (laughs) you. I know you are. (laughs) You are not alone. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So on that line, I was going to go in a different direction, but right now, but since Alexandra said that y'all, Denise, shout out to Denise because she is helping to motivate us get our shirts together. Yeah. We're going to work on some merch. Yeah. It'll probably be like a limited supply at first just for us to trial. But if, if any of you are interested in being like our beta group for our merch, reach out. Oh my gosh, definitely because Russian Denise, sisters. it's coming. Like yeah. probably, you know, give us a couple months to figure out the stuff. But yeah, I was like, well, when I ordered the shirt from that other podcast, I went to their website. So it just means that we'd have to work on our website a little bit, figure out uh, the business side of that. And then as orders come in, how do we figure that all out to have the product to ship out? Or to get them made as they're ordered and get them shipped out. <laughs> She's thinking out loud right now for you guys. Yes. But but clearly, yes, we can we can sidebar that because I've had to do stuff like that before, but we can do that. Yeah. Well, my brain is thinking and yeah. that's a good thing. So just know that we are excited about it and we are going to make it happen. It's not just yeah. one of those resolutions that... No, it'll be fun if we can try and get something together before... The holidays. I don't know. Oh. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe. I was thinking January, February, but you're oh, okay. ambitious. Well, you know, that's the Aries in me. I was thinking today, just as a side note, so every once in a while, I'll go and sit at the cemetery in front of Sean's grave. And so I did that today. And I was talking to him about a completely different situation. And I was like, you know, this is like double Dutch. I don't do well with double Dutch. I don't do well with like dipping my toe. Although I usually do that if I'm at a pool and I don't know the temperature of the water, but I don't, I'm kind of not always like an all or nothing kind of person. Cause that can be very polarizing and black and white kind of thing. But I am like a, if I have an idea and we're going to do this and I feel that I have the capacity, then let's jump in and do it. But don't like, you know, with double Dutch people are going and you got to wait for that perfect time. And so it's like, Oh, Oh no, not yet. Oh, not yet. Like I just don't do well with that. So Anyway, another long story to explain that I don't double dutch and I've never learned it anyway, but we'll, we'll figure out some merch for you guys. But if you're interested, reach out to us. I'd love to, to get you guys hooked up. And also I wanted to come back to the holiday shopping part of, of what is going on. I don't know for you guys, I'm not a big fan of being on the road. So I'll back up and say in Denver, we've had a few snowstorms recently and that makes driving crazy. We had one that um, our city was not prepared for. And it took me 45 minutes to go what normally takes me 12. So that made me a little a little frustrated. That's just a nuts. little. Well, and then when I finally was able to get out of the neighborhood where I was and try and go, I like decided to cancel most of my day. And I was like, I'm just going to work from home. There were two accidents that happened on that road. And one of them blocked the two lanes that would have been available. So it was just crazy. But holiday shopping, I just want to say I'm with all of you. I like to do more online shopping just because handling stores. Although we did we did go out for a little bit of Black Friday. Yeah, it Anna, was fun. Anna and our mom definitely are like, let's at least do two stores. And so, 
We did, I think, like five. Yeah. We plan out the day beforehand. And this is, I strongly recommend doing this way. One, you have to have a plan of where you're going to go, what stores that you need to hit up. And then kind of have an idea of what it is you're looking for at those stores. There were a couple that were on our list. I'm like, I don't know. I just want to go and see because I love their Christmas sections, like cost plus. Mm -hmm. But anyway, and, and we didn't drag anybody. My mom and I are like, we're going. Who wants to go? And so we did. And it was, I know like in years past, like 10, 15 years ago when we go, it would be nuts. And the parking oh, lots would be nuts. And people would just be impatient and rude. But honestly, like... For the past five, six years that we've been going, lines are not bad at all. People, for the most part, seem to be in really good moods and not rude to each other. And so for the most part, I would say people are joyful and triumphant and cheerful and in a good holiday spirit. I'll say this. The day before Thanksgiving, I ended up going to a few stores that happened to be more grocery-related stores. And I ended up doing a mom day where our kids could interact with each other while us moms were talking and shopping. Like the day before a holiday, I wouldn't recommend. It was a little crazy. And that was a day I had like someone flip me off. Then I had someone honking while I was trying to reposition myself in a parking spot. And I was like, oh my gosh. And we hadn't even started by that point in time. We were meeting at a Schmarschmucks and walk in. And my thing there, this was something Sean and I used to, we like bonded over, was the peppermint mocha. I do that year round, not just for the holidays. And they were out of peppermint syrup. And I was like, this day has got to get better than this. So I wouldn't recommend necessarily the day before a holiday. The day after, though, was actually it wasn't too bad. And you're right. There's a system. Be hydrated. We were a little slacking on the snacks piece. I have to say also, one of the things that happened to me prior to Black Friday was I have really large walls in my house and I have no idea what to do with them. And I used to have a paneled giant picture of Sean and me from our wedding on this huge wall. And it's not up anymore. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with it. And I think I've mentioned, I think I mentioned this before, but I have like a really small sign that says believe on like one of the nails. It's, <laughs> it holds a space, but it's not, it's not great. So I found this really cool thing someone did where they did Scrabble tiles and then put pictures all around it. And I was like, oh, I can do that. Tried looking up Scrabble tiles to personalize it would have been like $200. I was like, I'm not doing that. So I decided to make my own. So where was my first stop? This was a few days before Black Friday. I decided to go to Michael's and I go in there, you guys. And I'm like, okay, I just have a couple of things to look for. There were boxes everywhere. And I don't know if stores, I don't go into stores very often. I have like the regular ones I go to, but I don't go very often because I do mostly do online shopping. So I don't know what the status is with stores. So I go in there, but there were boxes everywhere. The shelves were super empty and I couldn't find, they say, you know, that they had stock in these like four by four square pieces that I could make into Scrabble tiles. And so I find someone and she's like, oh, I don't know. Let me find someone else. So, you know, because they're and she did work there. I have done that before. Asked the wrong person, but she did work there. She had a smock on. She goes and finds a guy and he comes over to me. He goes like, huh? Well, we should have eight of those. And I said, OK. And he goes, oh, <laughs> we don't tell the difference between square and circle ones. So apparently we have eight circle ones and literally just walked away. Like I was just standing in the aisle and he turned the corner and I was like, thank you. And he like peeked his head back. He's like, yeah, sure. No problem. I'm so glad I could help you. And I was like, not helpful, not helpful. But anyway, we went back to Michael's on Black Friday and it was much more successful. The 
shelves were stocked. Boxes were not in the aisles. People were sort of friendly. They were, you could tell people were a little stressed out. But yeah, I don't know. It's a hard experience. It's a hard experience. And then I'm like, what do you do? I used to say this a few years ago because we would go to Kohl's and there'd be like the really long lines mm -hmm. at Kohl's. And yeah. then you try and go and find, like we used to try and get graphic tees for Sean or for our brother. And then you can't find the size and then you're standing in line. It was just ridiculous. And I always thought, why don't people have like hot cocoa carts and just go <laughs> up and down with cookies and hot cocoa carts when you're checking out? Like that to me would make the experience so much better. That's such a wonderful marketing idea. You're welcome. I really like that. And I love your full story. There were a lot of stories in there that I was like, oh, yeah, that happened, the ice storm. So, like, <laughs> yeah. remember back a few minutes ago when she talked about that ice storm? And then she just rolled right into Black Friday. So I'm going to come back to a few of those things. Crazy so drivers. Just crazy <laughs> drivers out there everywhere, you guys. It's mayhem. The ice storm wasn't even supposed to be. Alexandra and I met our friend for trivia that night. And it was supposed to, like dust we were supposed to get a dusting of snow and on our way back home like as I was dropping Alexander off I was like oh it's starting to snow and that's kind of cool and then it got a little heavier as I was going to my house from hers um and I'm like oh well that's fun like we'll just talk we'll wake up to a little snow in the morning and she told me she's like it's a flurry yeah. Not at my house, it wasn't. <laughs> well, yes, by the time I got to my house, it was flurrying. And I was like, oh, we'll wake up to some snow on the ground and it'll be so pretty. No, we woke up, as Alexandra said, to like ice everywhere and no delay, no school delay. We just had to work our way on the ice because the snow covered up the two inches of ice underneath it. And it was just kind of nuts. And there were accidents everywhere. So we hope everyone got to where they needed to safely, as safely as possible. Yeah, there was one point. The high I usually take Buddy to daycare on the highway. And I'd already seen that there were accidents. So I was like, no, because they had said like any overpass was super icy and accidents were happening left and right. So I took side streets. And at one point, I got to a side street that's about... I'd say like nine mile, maybe half mile, quarter, three quarters of a mile from his daycare. And from that point, we had already been in the car for a half hour trying to get up there. And at that point, it said another half hour. And I was like, this is ridiculous. So I took another side street and I got stuck behind a garbage truck. And I was like, I'm just not meant, I'm not meant to get you to daycare on time. I'm not meant to be on the roads. And that's when I called the school that I support. It was like another hour. I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm going home. Well, and to that, I decided a long time ago, I was already working in schools, but I decided, and I had a big commute, but I decided a long time ago that my safety weighed more than like my needing to be a job at the start of the school day. And so mm -hmm. if I was going to get in trouble for taking my time and making sure that I was safe, I was going to have to reconsider my career choice and whether or not that was the right placement for me. And luckily it never came up. But yeah, like I anymore I will encourage anybody just take your time, slow down, because here sometimes we don't even know until you've woken up at your normal time that you needed extra time to get to work. And there is no extra time because you woke up at your normal time and you look out the window and you're like, oh, well, that happened overnight while I was looking at the back of my eyelids. Yeah. So two hey. inches over two inches in my backyard with that flurry. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it was nuts. Anyway, so to bring it back to Thanksgiving, yes. I wanted to ask you, because you talked about Black Friday, and I really <sighs> do enjoy the family time. I was reflecting on that and thinking like how blessed I am to live so close to my family members, to my sisters, and to have that time with sisters, siblings, parents, nieces, and nephew. And how grateful, because we spend a lot of time together over the last few days, um, so much so we might need a vacation from each other now, but that's okay. A little uh, bit, a little bit. Then, like during the moments, like we crafted together, we played games, we ate together, we laughed together, and it was a lot of fun. And those were some of my favorite memories. So I wanted to ask you, like out of the last few days, um, whether it's the shopping or the meal or hanging out with friends, like what are some of your favorite things? that you did she's putting me on the spot a little bit it's a hard question (laughs) (laughs) no it is not you know holidays are a little conflicting for me just because obviously there's someone who's missing and buddy's getting older and recognizing how families come in different shapes and sizes so and then balancing also that yeah being around family we all have dynamics a little bit of regression I think happens but I have to say I found this Thanksgiving to be really lovely. We played some games. We played the Blockbuster game, which was really funny with our older niece who claims that she knows every answer until it's her turn. And then she's <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> like, how do you know every other answer? So that was really cute. And I think just having the flexibility, our turkey initially was not ready. And so we had to wait an hour, an extra hour for that. And, and everyone just kind of went with the flow. And that was just really nice to, I think it was like the decreased drama for the most part, right? There's always going to be some family drama, but for the most part, it was just really nice to get together and just be able to hang and and people are just going with it. Yeah. If there was drama, I don't remember it. And that could have been the cherry (laughs) kiafa. I don't know. (laughs) But I, what I will say about this year is you mentioned how niece played a game with us and It was adults, like the sisters and the oldest niece. And that was really cool. There's that spread that has happened between the the ages of the older niece and the younger niece and buddy. And so older niece came shopping with us on Mm -hmm. Friday while the littles stay behind and played. And so it's just really cool to see also that progression. Yeah. And I really do. I'm so grateful that our younger niece, who's eight, she plays really well with Buddy. He adores her, and she's really in, into teaching him different things. So they'll do puzzles together. They'll Sometimes she'll try and hide toys that she doesn't want to share with him, which kind of cracks me up. So <laughs> we have to talk about how those toys, like she doesn't necessarily play with them anymore. But it is really cool to see. In fact, with the older niece the other day, we were talking about potentially doing a trip to Disney. Disney's kind of a big theme in our family And when Anna and I and our brother were growing up, that's where like our grandparents still lived in Los Angeles. So we would go back there and we'd go to Disney. That was kind of our thing. And so we've been talking about when is an appropriate time to take everyone again. We went a few years back. I don't know. I was in OT school. So it was a while ago. But older niece, she was like, well, I'm going to be 14 and I'm not going to want to hang out with anyone. I'm going to want to be like a crazy 14 year old who just does my own thing and I can't be seen with my family. It was she had this whole like picture worked out in her head and she's like, "Okay, so I'm going to ask my friend if her parents can afford for her to come with us so that we can just go off and do our own thing and be crazy 14 year olds and not listen to any of you. (laughs) Like you've got this all planned out. It was super cute. And so I was like, but also, by the way, when you go, I said, no matter your age, I have a feeling you're going to be 
just fine hanging out with the family on the rides. <laughs> but she was like, I'm not going to want to be seen with any of you. <laughs> and also, she's only going to be 13 next year. <laughs> well, what we oh. talked about. Oh, like, yeah. In the <laughs> future. Like, I was like, Anna's like, let's do some simple math. And I'm like, no, no, forget the math. We talked about which year would be best to go. But it was, I'm it a was... mathematician. <laughs> <laughs> Our other merch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yeah, it was, it was nice. I think it, it, everything went really well this year. And I was, I was very grateful for that. Cause it just takes a little pressure off to, you know, ride the emotional waves when there's not so much anxiety over like what might happen kind of thing. Yes. Agreed. Have you ever thought I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. No, yeah, that's it. The shopping, oh. the games, the family... The food was really great. And, you know, it's so funny because we try not to overdo it. You try not to overeat. But it. I think no matter what's on the table, when you're not used to eating all those rich foods or the salty foods and your body's like, what's up? So I got home that night and I didn't even, I mean, my plate ended up pretty full because there were so many little things to taste, you know, and I had a little bit of pie at the end, but then I even like, there was downtime between when we ate and when I got home and my, I drank like a full thing of water and then I filled my belly right up and then I sat on the couch and Zoe came over and she wanted to sit on my tummy and I was like... (laughs) No, like, no, like I felt like I was going to burst. I was like, I cannot, it was so uncomfortable. I was like, I cannot have you sit on me right now. Oh, I don't like that feeling. No. Um, can you remind me was Thanksgiving night when you decided also to clean your oven? Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) while I was preparing for things, right, we had church in the morning on Thanksgiving day and then I came home and then I had to prep all my stuff. I made corn souffle this year. I made some Brussels sprouts and bacon with balsamic on them. I also did a salad, a spinach salad with pears, y'all. I like cinnamon. I put the sauteed the pears in butter with cinnamon. She did. She did. And then I candied pecans and pomegranates. I couldn't find just, well, and I didn't go to Costco. So I just had to buy pomegranates and then get the seeds out of the pomegranates. So I was like splattering pomegranate juice all over my kitchen. But that was all a process. And while that was all happening, I was like, gosh, I really need to clean my oven. So before I went to my parents' house, after I was done cooking, I was like, oh, I should start to clean my oven. And I started the cleaning process and I quickly stopped it, one, because of the smell. And then I thought, I really don't want my oven running when I'm not home. Like I have a, whether it's valid or not, fear, whether it's rational or irrational fear, like I don't like my appliances running like that when I'm not at home. I feel like I told you the story of how I had a roommate and I came home and the uh, she left a burner on my stove and it had been on for like three hours. And I was like, oh my God. First of all, my cats, whether I want them to or not, jump up onto my counters and appliances, could have like burned the little feet off of my kitties. Second of all, it could have burned my house down. So I like have a fear, which I think is pretty okay to have about my house burning down. And so I was like, I don't really want to be cleaning the oven while I'm not there. So when I got home, 
that night. I was like, this thing needs to happen. And now seems like a really good time to do it (laughs) since I'm stuffed and I can't go to bed right away that I'm going to run this four and a half hour process with my stove. (laughs) So I put on, what did I put on? Oh, I just put on the next Netflix movie and then started the oven and I opened some windows and my eyes still burned, but cleaned my oven. Can I tell you guys something I've realized recently, which I think it's wonderful that you cleaned your oven. I recently called Anna and happened to ask her what she was watching at the time. And I've realized there is no predictability. It used to be I could predict that she'd be watching something like Dateline. This time I called her and I'm like, well, Christmas movies, Harry Potter. But no, paranormal, some paranormal show. Oh, I and I was like, huh. So I just wanted to say that I am with you guys. We don't necessarily have to do a Netflix update right now. But it's just really funny because I was like, okay, all right. I am not sure where we're going with this. I just never know. Like for me, it's pretty predictable. Usually a British show of some sort, usually British crime shows, cheesy Christmas movies, which we'll have to get back to that. But yeah, that's usually where I am right now. But yeah, so um, paranormal uh, weirdness, huh? Okay, so I did take the first couple days of my holiday break and chill. So that was very (laughs) important to me. And not Netflix and chill in that way, guys. Get your minds out of the gutter. But I was by myself at home, hanging out on the couch, watching Netflix. And I watched a a couple of good shows, actually. So Vera, but that's on Prime. No, I've watched all of Vera, yeah. Yes, you have, but I do not have BritBox, so I could only watch four episodes in season one. Vera is a British crime show, so clearly that would run into my categories, yeah. So good. Also kind of morbid and difficult to watch because just the content, right? It's like Dateline or any other detective murder mystery shows. So I did watch that. But I also, as you heard, had time to like hang out with my family. So I wasn't just holed up in my home watching TV all the time, although I managed to watch an incredible amount of shows. So this paranormal show, it was just a documentary about the house that The Conjuring was based on or whatever. I think that was also a prime show. And I called Al, I think, or she called me while I was watching it. She's like, what are you doing? And I mentioned, she's like, I just never know. Like she just told you, I just never know what you're going to be watching. I'm like, I know, no rhyme or reason. It just like whatever is my fancy in that moment. And having had the experiences with the various mediumships that we've had in the events and just learning and reading what I know about spirits. You guys, I used to be so scared of that stuff. And this time I was like, there's nothing about any of this that's scary. They just try to hype it up so much. It made me think about, oh my gosh, Al, what was that movie about the kids in the forest like decades ago when we were kids? Oh, I know. Uh Uh-huh. Blair Witch Project. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Which I I literally bought tickets to see that in the movie theater and it had not been revealed yet. Sorry, you guys. Spoiler alert. But it's from like 1999. So (laughs) please, if you haven't caught on 23 years later. But I got tickets to see it in the movie theater. And then like two days before, like you had to buy your tickets so early where they like, it's a hoax. And I was like, dang it. Now I have these tickets. And I went and saw it. I mean, they did a good job. But yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So this movie I felt was kind of like that and they so try. I mean, y'all, if I was in a house that was from the 1600s, that was dark, dank, 
creepy. I'd be creeped out by that too, just because it's so old and there's so much history and there's so many people that have come and gone. And, and it, this was like in an area where a battle occurred. And so, yeah, there, there's like all this really hard history and old houses are creepy and make noises anyway. So please don't misunderstand me. I would find that all very creepy as well. But when they're like, I just heard a noise or, oh, the light just flickered or, oh, I heard a creak. I'm like, yes, yes, you would. And believe me, Alexandra and I have talked about our ghost stories and how we have Mm. had spirits visit us in variety of ways. But in watching this, I was like, oh, this poor person is just misunderstood. They're just, (laughs) they're just trying to say hello. And you're like making them out to be like this evil spirit or whatever. I Um, love that (laughs) that you're just like, oh, maybe I could be the translator for them. Soldier (laughs) Johnny from 1624 just wants to say hello. That's all. He just just wants you to know he's He's your great, 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 great grandpa. And he's there with your cat. Okay. <laughs> so, so why are you like, why I don't even have a witty was- response? I'm just laughing because that's hysterical. Anyway. So I watched that. Yeah. I watched Vera. I watched Girls Incarcerated on oh Netflix, which is a really good show. Made me very sad and also made me think once again about this fostering thing that yes. I put on the back burner time and time again. But I was talking with my sisters over this last week and thinking like, oh, do I have a ping to start something again? Maybe not go into full phone fostering but maybe provide respite care I don't know stay tuned you know me I'm up and down back and forth I also might go to Tahiti in the spring you just never know with me well I think that's great because right here we go are you ready for this line the older I get (laughs) the more I'm like just follow all the pings follow all the interests don't get caught up into the life has to look one certain way. If you want to go to Tahiti and you want to do respite care for foster families, do it. Do it all. I have two babysitters who are very regular for me. And one of them is a little younger and just out of college. And she was like, oh, you know, I'm not sure what I want to do. And I was like, follow whatever pings you want. Do it. And she's like, I don't know. My parents, I'm like, I know. My parents were the same. Go down those rabbit holes. And one of the quotes, um, and I'll probably put this on social media at some point, but one of the quotes I had a coach tell me once was, failures are a bridge to the next opportunity. And I keep trying to to really work with that because I'm like, just go because you never know what it's going to bring to you. And the reason why this whole fostering thing came up is I just happened to have a client of mine who is a foster parent and they have taken in this three month old. They've had him since he was born or at least two weeks who was born addicted to meth and heroin. And they have brought him into this insanely loving family and this home. And they are doing such a good job taking care of him. He's three months old now. And then mom is now saying that she wants to have visitation. And when I, they were explaining what visitation means and what it looks like, I'm like, that doesn't feel loving at all. Like to be in a room. I don't know. It just, It just breaks my heart. And don't get me wrong. If you're a mom and you're trying to get custody back of your children, go for it. I think what's so hard for me is I just happen to be on the other side when kids are in and out sometimes. And I just see the impacts of that. And that's a side note. We're going to keep this cheery and lovely because it's the holiday season of love. But I just say, Anna, you do you. 
You just you. We'll do you. see. And watching that show, right? Even with the holidays, like it's not always awesome, and it is hard and depressing. And know that you're not all alone if you're in that situation. So stay tuned and talk about pings. We were talking in book club once upon a time, and I don't remember <laughs> what we were talking about exactly. But I started looking at Google Maps at Tahiti, like French Polynesia, y'all. For whatever reason, maybe we we're talking about Bora Bora. It was like months ago, and then I got an email that. There was a ridiculous airfare to Tahiti. And I was like, well, that's kind of weird because it's a place I want to go. And I was talking about if I had the billions that I would want to travel everywhere. And then Alexandra has been telling me like, why you don't have to have billions. And when I saw this ridiculous fare, I was like, huh, it made me start to wonder like, is it possible for me? Can I make this work? And how cool would that be? And so we're kind of down to the wire. The deal's about to expire. So I need to figure out and get my poop together whether or not I'm going to jump. But what's interesting about what you said about one of your babysitters is I start to think like, what will people think? Is it like irrational? People are like, you're just going to throw your money at that. What will people say kind of thing? So those things start to like filter in my brain. And I know I have to filter them right back out because no one else is paying rent in my head except for me. Well, you don't pay rent. You pay your mortgage. I I am full ownership of this bad boy. That's so funny that you bring this up because I've talked on podcasts before about Ramit Sethi and his book, I Will Teach You To Be Rich, I think is what I'm like looking on my bookshelf now to see where it is. Um, And I really like his thing. And he actually had a post on Instagram recently where it was like, you can get all pissed off and start complaining about someone or be judgy about someone and her Prada bag or whatever she's wearing or her Manila Blahniks or whatever it is as you get into your souped up truck that you can't afford your payments for. And he basically was just like, it's none of your business what someone else is spending their money on and what they're doing and what their financial situation is. And I would say the same thing for you. Like it's no one else's business. And my belief system now, after years of now trying to do this personal growth, is that if someone has an issue with what you're doing, all it is is their own discomfort with not living out their dreams. And so instead, you going could encourage someone else to start tapping into what are their dreams and what are the things that light them up because the more people who are doing things that are lighting them up, the better this world is just going to be. You're welcome for that PSA y'all. You're welcome. And it's hard. The people pleaser comes out, right? And you're just like, oh, people pleaser. No, you need to go back and go away. But I would just say you do you. No one knows your situation and you get to do what you want. And yeah, like I love that you want to do this. And Anna was like, are you going to come with me? And I was like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I was like, that's really, really nice. But I can't make plans like that right now. But I will encourage you and I will be so excited and I will drive you to the airport. I will pack for you. I will watch your cat. For, I will do everything else here on land. Um, and I have been to Tahiti and it's beautiful. It is absolutely freaking beautiful. And I would say you're not going to find a deal like this ever again. And the only way that I got to Tahiti was that I went from New Zealand. <laughs> so I was already on that part of the world. Anna was seeing prices and you guys, it's like a fluctuation and who knows by the time, but it was like six to $900 to buy a ticket to Tahiti from Denver. Let me tell you, from Tahiti, French Polynesia, one of the islands is Bora Bora. And in 2007, 2007, when I was in Tahiti, it was $450 to fly on a puddle jumper from Tahiti to Bora Bora. 
like a 45 minute flight. You can't get $600, $900 tickets to Tahiti. So I'm just like, you go. But yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned. I got to massage this from the backside here. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. All right. So yeah, stay tuned because it's pinging left and right. I get very excited about the possibility. Who knows? I get excited about Christmas, too. So stay tuned about our holiday stuff. B-T-Dub. Happy birthday, December birthdays, Jacqueline. Yeah. Jacque. I was talking to someone the other day and I was like, my sister-in-law makes out like a bandit around Christmas because we're all in this like shopping for <laughs> Christmas spirit. And we're like, what would Jackie like? <laughs> so I'm like, you go, girl. You go. Yeah, as Alexander and I have said before, our family, like, we pick names anymore for the adults. And then when Jackie sent out her, her wish list, I was like, what's this for? Oh, yeah, your birthday's right. But, like, everyone got her wish list. And I was like, oh, yeah, your birthday's right beforehand. We got you, girl. We got you. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, we do want to start talking about the horrible holiday movies that there are out there in addition to our oh, most faves, gosh, but we yes. we can't do that today. So I know we've said stay tuned about 400 times. Ooh, that reminds me really <laughs> fast because I was reminded, thank you, Denise, that um, we were going to follow up to something before in another episode and then never did. So before we do oh. jokes and before we close, close up, yeah. I needed to come back to the fact that Alexandra at one point in one episode said she had a dream that involved bacon in the toilet. Oh my gosh. Yes. I don't really remember that. I remember something about a microwave and cleaning the microwave, but um, there was something about bacon in the toilet. And Denise was like, well, what does that mean? You guys never said. And I was like, oh shoot, I'm going to follow up. I had to look at my dream dictionary and send her a message. So I'm going to share it with everybody in case you were also wondering like, wait, you said you were going to follow up on the bacon in the toilet thing and never did. All right. So as had a toilet. Oh, and she doesn't have her reading glasses on. By no. The way. So, well, and this is difficult. I had to go back and read the beginning of the text. And I was like, what did I say? Apparently, when I texted Denise, I'd also had a toilet dream that morning, <laughs> which very well means I might have needed to go to the bathroom. All right. So to see a clogged toilet in your dream suggests that you're holding and keeping your feelings to yourself. Your emotions have been pent up too long and you need to let go of the negative feelings. To see an overflowing or flooded toilet in your dream denotes your desires to fully express your emotions. To see bacon in your dream symbolizes essential staples and life's supply. It may also be a play on the common phrase, bringing home the bacon, to refer to earning a living. To see bacon that has gone rancid in your dream suggests a forbidden situation. So what I said to Denise was putting them together, something about needing to express emotions about life's staples. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I will say, I think the interpretation I would go with is that more recently in some of the work that I do, there are often times where I'm not getting paid for additional work. And to me, when you were like bringing home the bacon and just throwing it in the toilet, as I'm like, I could be spending this hmm. time doing other things that light me up rather than doing a bunch of work for people who don't appreciate it and I don't get paid. That's smart also. And you have some feelings about that that I you would like to share. Maybe not share or well, express that needed to be. I would love to express certain feelings with certain people, but it wouldn't bode well for me. So I have to find other outlets. But yes, 
Thank you for keeping tabs on that and coming back to that. Well, thank you to our listeners for bringing things like this to our attention so that we can follow up with you because we try to write things down in our notes right afterwards, but don't always remember. So we're very appreciative of you for reminding us. Feel free to do that anytime at therussiansisters at gmail.com. Or if you know us personally, you know how to get a hold of us as well. There were a few things that I wanted to touch on, such as the fact that I have jury duty coming up this week, chin hairs, beauty tips, and some other things, various sundries. You'll get that in our next episode. But it's going to have to wait for our next episode because now it is time for the STW joke of the day. Are you ready for that? Yeah, no. I'm there was ready. a pregnant pause there. There was. I'm ready. Are you? We are not pregnant, but I'm ready. No, definitely not. That would be immaculate con- <laughs> conceiving. What do um, you got? So I was looking at the dad jokes that I have in my book, and we are ready to move on to chapter two, but I was thinking that I was going to wait on that for the new year. And so for the next few weeks, given that it is the holiday season, I'm going to focus on some more holiday-y kind of jokes. And do you not worry, people, because we will make them inclusive. When you Google holiday dad jokes, it's all about Christmas, but I will aim to find some more inclusive holiday jokes out there. But today, for today, we're going to start with this one. Are you ready? I'm ready. This one speaks to me. Who was the snowman's favorite ant? Oh, I don't know. Antarctica. (laughs) Speaking of travel. (laughs) I know, right? Oh, that's Mm -hmm. for me. All right. I love it. Mm -hmm. That's I like it and love it. I like it. I love you. I like it. Uh Uh-huh. Jury duty, jury duty, junk mail, junk mail, jury duty, on a god, jury duty, jury duty, junk mail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys reach out if you know what movie that's from and you might just get a free t-shirt. Oh, any t-shirt because we don't have our own merch right now. No, we'll so. get you one. We'll get you one. <laughs> I'm cleaning out my closet. Yeah. No, you, no. you never no. know you what you're you going to get. You get one of Anna's blouses. <laughs> You'll get a merch t-shirt from us. I'm cleaning out my blouses and slacks. What is that? Oh, my goodness. I actually got rid. I know we have to go. I got rid of all all like my super high heels. I used to wear like super high heels and really big wedges. And I got rid of all of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was really it was really interesting. Anyway, you guys have been amazing. You're clearing out your emotions. That's right. From my bacon in my toilet. Mm. Well, we love you guys. Hope you have a fantastic week. Leave us a review, especially if you love us. And uh, we hope you have a fabulous week. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Russian Sisters. To connect with them, go to therussiansisters.com. Produced and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company. Hi, I'm Emily Roger. And I host a leadership show called The Boiling Point with my co-host, Dave Vale. Together, we sit down with trailblazing entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers who are driving meaningful change in our world. The show is all about exploring the lives and perspectives of leaders who are making a difference. Join us for insightful conversations that challenge the status quo, spark new ideas, and inspire you to take action. Find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or at BoilingPointPodcast.com. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast, at NBC Sports. 
Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice in the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network. <laughs>